Hi there, this is Paula Jones and this is Autistic Women Working, the weekly podcast for newly diagnosed autistic women who want to learn to thrive in a world that's not designed for you and me. Hi there, welcome. It's Paula Jones and welcome to episode three already of Autistic Women Working, the podcast for women like you and me who don't fit into the neurodivergent world. So this week we're going to be talking about executive functioning or getting your act together. So if you're anything like me, you might have problems with getting stuff done, just being able to get through the day with a completed to-do list would be a miracle. Being able to just see things through, not have just this mountain of stuff as it feels like in front of you. Just being able to show up and get stuff done and troubleshoot and not feel overwhelmed by life. And if you've got ADHD as well, you've got this sort of push and pull of being autistic and wanting to get everything done with being ADHD. And it seems like we're just kind of half-arse it with some things and really hyper-focus in on other things. You know, I can happily just look at my to-do list with horror and then play The Sims until it goes dark without any problem whatsoever. My executive functioning is, is pretty poor, but I've found ways over the years to help me deal with it. Your executive functioning is kind of linked to your emotions. It's not too far from the emotional centre of your brain. So your emotions are controlled by the limbic system and in particular your amygdala. And not surprising really that when we get to the point of shutdown and meltdown that our executive functioning just absolutely goes out of the window. So we've got a reduced sense of control. Everything just just goes south. So let me give you what seems like a really stupid example to most people, but this is really silly, but I take ages getting dry if I have a shower or a bath and I just soak water up like a sponge. A few weeks ago, I was... Because I'm also ill as well, I don't know if I've told you this, but I have fibromyalgia and have early onset Parkinson's disease. And I was trying to get out of bed, but I needed to get have a shower. Because I take so long to dry, I wanted to be able to put my bathrobe on out of the shower, but my bathrobe was in the wash. So here's this whole set of problems for me, and it's all this set of sort of moving parts. I need to get a shower, but I have sensory problems with the shower, which I've always had since I was a little girl. The shower used to just make me scream, you know, water on my face, just rain beating down on me is what it felt like. Felt like hot knives being dropped on me. So all this sensory stuff and then not being able to get dry. So I'm freezing the second I get out of the shower. So the whole thing's a really unpleasant experience. So I want to be able to get my bathrobe on but my bathrobe's in the wash and there for me the plan stops i can't get a shower that leads to instant shutdown a sense of reduced agency and then well i can't get out of bed you know what do i do i can't get out of bed now most people wouldn't see that as a problem but i'm autistic and for me it is a problem my executive functioning just shuts down at that point i don't know what to do I shut down as well, so I just go into myself and withdrawn. 
I start to cry and my husband says, just go back to sleep, don't worry about it. Puts my dressing gown in the wash for me and by the time I'm awake, the thing's dry and I can go and have a bath and all is well and then I can just go back to bed again and then start again the next day. There are solutions around this and by the way, he's also autistic and ADHD but together we can kind of sort these things out between us. Your executive functioning and the ability to be able to get things done stands in the way and creates this whole chain of events for you because there are a whole set of moving parts for us as autistic people that if one link in this chain is broken, then the whole lot just is broken. It means that we have a problem with self-regulation and a tendency to procrastinate disorganisation, very poor impulse control and emotional control, very poor planning and goal setting, reduced use of our metacognitive skills, we're easily distracted. Ooh, what's that over there? Ever tried tidying your bedroom and found things that you've not seen for ages and instead of actually tidying your room, what you do is you pile all the stuff onto your bed and then go through it all and just end up playing. Very poor task persistence, so actually being able to to carry on with what you're doing. And then time and task management deficiencies. It's not fun. It's not fun having poor executive functioning. And if you are working, if you're in that position of being an autistic person in employment or running your own business, we're part of the, the few actually. If you're a woman who is late diagnosed, and by woman, by the way, I mean you identify as a woman, you use female pronouns, let me just be clear about that. But if you're a woman and you have a late diagnosis, that's because we weren't recognised earlier on in our lives. You know, I'm 52. It just wasn't recognised in me as a kid. I had all these telltale signs, but it was never ever recognised You know, I was just different. I used to copy people to see how I should act in social situations. I remember going on a school trip to London and copying how all the other girls behaved. And we went into this cafe in London. London? London. Went into this cafe in London. And I remember sitting next to one of the girls and she got a cappuccino. So I ordered a cappuccino and she put sugar in it and I put sugar in mine. And... She said to me, do you normally have sugar in yours? And I said, yes, but I didn't. You know, I've never had a cappuccino before and I didn't take sugar in coffee. I was just observing what it is that the other girls did in an attempt to feel and look normal because I didn't know how to act. You know, this is just one of those things that we did to blend in and to not stand out and to try and be accepted and feel okay about ourselves until we could go home, take the mask off and just go and sit in our beds and go, thank God that's over for another day. Anyway, I digress. The skills that I've kind of learned over the years, I've always been a natural teacher and a lifelong learner. So my first job, first real job, was as a guitar teacher and I've always found it fairly easy to explain difficult concepts to people. So in music, I always found it really straightforward to explain concepts. And then I became an IT trainer and then a personal development trainer and then I became a coach and a hypnotherapist 
and a psychotherapist and a psychologist and I'm working towards master's degree at the moment in positive psychology and this whole thing fascinates me about how our brains work and the neuroscience behind how our brain works and the neuroscience behind executive functioning is just amazing and some of the, the solutions to this are so simple and they don't involve any behaviour modification therapy. All they really involve is us being able to sit down and just, instead of melting down out loud, it's melting down on paper. Our brains love and trust our own handwriting. So, here's what I'd like you to do. And I'd like you to get a notebook and a pen and I would like you to have a meltdown on paper. What neurotypicals might call brain dump. And I would like you to write down all of your triggers right now for what's stopping you from doing what you want to do right now. You might have some tasks that you know that you need to have done and they might seem like they are mountains that you've got to climb. For me, getting this podcast started, I've been threatening to do this for years and it seemed like such a big deal. When I decided I was going to do this, it actually only took me a day to get this sorted. All of that panicking and thinking I couldn't do it. So what I did was I sat down with my notebook and I wrote down, okay, I need to find a provider. I need to see how much it costs. I need to see if I've got the right recording equipment. I need to be able to submit to all the podcast directories. And then I need to actually sit down and record it. So it's only five steps. And I wrote those five steps down. And then within those five steps, was there anything else that I needed to do? So I need to make sure that I've got a quiet space. I need to make sure that my dog's not barking. So I've put her in the other room with a toy. So if you, you might hear her now and again on the podcast. So if you do, she's Pippa, she's part of the family. She's my therapy dog and she's just going to be part of it. And have I got the capabilities of editing? Yes, I'm well versed in using software. So I'd go through all of the, the problems and anything that's got more than two steps, it's a project. I'd write these down as a project and then tick the things off as I did them. I got my first podcast out in a day, which you can probably tell from the sound quality, it's not that great. But the thing is, it's out there, it's out in the world, it exists as a thing. And I did it. So after years of thinking, I can't do this, it's too big, I just broke it down. I had my brain dump, my meltdown on paper. And I always think of anything that's triggering me, anything that I'm thinking, this is too big, I can't do this. So it's okay, so I put the overarching problem down on paper and then think, what are my next steps? What are my next steps and what right now do I have the energy to be able to do? Because you know what it's like. We run on three AAA batteries that are not quite full, where most people run on two AA batteries that are completely charged. So ours, ours aren't full to begin with. 
you know, we can't completely charge our own batteries up to full capacity. Things that are always going to stop us because we have a tendency towards fatigue and other physical problems, um, things like IBS and chronic fatigue and things like that. So we are blessed with the the chronic illness thing as well as being autistic. Blurt it all out on paper. What triggers you? What really makes you fed up? What do you wish would happen? What do you wish could happen? What do you know you could do if you had the time? The miracle question's really great. You go to sleep and you wake up in the morning and somehow you know all your problems are solved but you don't know yet what's happened. What's the first thing you notice that is different that tells you your problems are solved? I love that question. And it's a good thing to think about. What's the first thing that tells you that your problems are solved? This is all part of being self-determined. Because we can have self-determination as autistic people. And self-determination for us means cutting out the things in our lives that make life difficult because we don't have to go along with the status quo. Once we've realised that we're autistic and we've got the oh, so that's why out of the way, we can now start navigating the world differently and we can create our own maps. We can create our own working days. We can work at times that suit us. If you're in employment as an autistic person, you should have some sort of amendments in place to make it easier for you to work. So that should be there and available for you. So if you're there to answer phone calls, to be there for meetings, etc. So any project work you can do at times that suit you. You may be able to work from home or whatever. I always find that if you can get an organisation system that works for you and not for the other people, then that's really helpful as well. I use a number of different planners, but they've all got exactly the same information in. And most people say, well, that's just duplication. Damn right it is. I know if I duplicate my information that I know I'm going to be in the right place at the right time. So I have a desk planner that's got all my appointments in so that I don't miss my clients that tells me when I'm supposed to record my podcast and various other things when I'm supposed to be at the doctor, all that sort of thing. I've got one upstairs for on days when I can't get out of bed that tells me exactly the same things as well. And I've got another one that sits in my bag for when I'm out of the house that also tells me exactly the same thing. Yes, it's duplication. But it means that I can trust myself, I can trust my brain, and I can trust that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I've got a project book, and the project book is anything that's more than two uh, two steps to complete a task. And if it's more than two steps, what exactly are those steps that I need to take to achieve my end goal? And they are proximal sub-goals. Proximal just means they're next to each other. If I need to decorate the bedroom, clean the the baseboards before I paint them, that would be a proximal sub-goal. 
I use contracts with myself as well. So I try to get everything done early because I never used to care about being early. But as I've grown older, I realise that people depend on me. I get my assignments for university in at least a week early because technology sometimes fails us. I will set these contracts for periodic completion. This bit of the project will be done at this time. This will be done by this time. And I stick to those because they're written down in my planner. And if they're not done by that time, I need to have a really good reason why. I've got these stickers that are made for, for me by a lady on Etsy, the Grumpy Tortoise on Etsy. And they say autistic AF. I stick those in my planner and I can tell if I've had a very low day, then I put those in my planner to say, this is why something's not been completed. If for some reason everything has just gone sideways, that's why. I also have sick day stickers as well for bad Parkinson's or fibromyalgia days, but my custom autistic AF days uh, stickers are a godsend. Because I just need to look at those and say, okay, that's, that's why I really couldn't get my act together despite all my strategies. Because sometimes we have to admit that, you know, it's just not happening on this day. We need to be happed up, as my husband calls it, with a weighted blanket and just watch Disney Plus. Always complete your sub goals before moving on. Don't try and jump ahead. Because that's a big temptation as well. You want to reach the end goal. I just want to be done with this. And just hold your horses, jelly beans, cool your jets. Hang back and just do it a bit at a time. Self-monitor as you go along. And just be aware of giving in to feel good. You know, oh, I've sold this. I'm going for a cake. You know, because in the long term, that's not going to help. Just do bits at a time. Do them in short bursts. I find putting on three tracks on Spotify and seeing what I can do by the end of those three tracks is really good. Listening to your favourite podcast can also be helpful. And then managing any intrusive negative emotions. I can't do this. I can't do this. Yes, you can. You can. You have agency over yourself. You have the decisions and the ability and the control and the choice to not act the way other people act, but to make your work and your life exactly as you want it now. You can burn bridges with people that you don't want in your life anymore. I've set so many fires, it's unbelievable. Because I'm actually autistic and if people don't like it, they can jog on. This is my life. Your life is your life. You make it what you want now. Because it's about time. I am really passionate about this. Self-determination is yours for the taking at last. So for you to work the way you want to, to be the person you always could be, it's time. It's time. Executive functioning. Blurt it all out on paper. Work out those tasks at a slightly lower energy for the days when you are lower energy so that you know that you can still get things done. But remember, there will be still those days when you just need to just hibernate and don't feel bad about them. 
Don't feel guilty about them. Guilt implies that you're doing something wrong. And you're not doing anything wrong by looking after yourself. You must look after yourself in order to be effective. Okay, that's it for this week. And I will see you next week. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, please let me know. You can find my contact details in the show notes. And I will see you next week. You take care, everybody. Bye.